Selfishly, I've been waiting for this one for a while. Uh, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Gino, Cam, Larry, Locked On Eagles. Dude. I mean, I'm missing Louie. I'm missing your boy. But this is going to be such a fun podcast, such a fun matchup between two teams that are going in kind of the same trajectory. And one is kind of, you know, uh, taking a lead, maybe a lap lead in a race. But is it real? Is it not? Is Jalen Hurts? Is Kyler Murray? There's so many of the same questions surrounding both of these organizations. And I'm stoked to have you here. I'm stoked to do this with you on a Thursday crossover edition on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Dude, this is going to be fun. It's going to be great. And just a word from our friends over at Prize Picks. Today's episode of Lockdown Cardinals and Lockdown Eagles crossover presented by Prize Picks. You see the graphic on the video if you're watching on YouTube. It's daily fantasy, it's made easy. You can pick, let's say, Kyla Murray. You want to say he goes over points. You want to say Jalen Hurts goes under points. You pick two to five players, you either go less or or more, and you can win 10 times your money on your first entry. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to 100%, up to $100, rather, with promo code LOCKDOWN. That's prizepicks.com, promo code LOCKDOWN. Clancy, this is the first time we've ever had yeah. an episode together. I'm excited. I always feel like these Arizona games with the Eagles are very pivotal in their trajectory. I think a couple of years ago, this is back when I was in college, about seven, eight years ago, the John Brown game. We all know how that went. John Brown scores with two minutes left from a deep bomb from Carson Palmer. Really threw off the rest of the season for the Eagles. And then I think the one that really is in our minds is the first time Jalen Hurts suits up in a shootout with a guy like Kyler Murray. Two quarterbacks on the same trajectory, as you had mentioned. Can they throw? Figured out that both of them can really throw in. Are they athletes? Man, they're they're both athletes. So if you're looking for fun, if you're looking for a game that will probably be all over red zone come Sunday, this is the matchup, man. This is one for the NFC. It'll kind of shape the landscape of the whole conference a little bit more. And for the Cardinals, looking at your perspective, in a division where things are getting a little tougher now with the Niners getting better, with the, the Rams being as good as they are, this could be a potential trap game for the Philadelphia Eagles going into the desert. It has been in the past, and that's my biggest worry right now. Yeah, dude, and like going into this, like two of the biggest question marks surrounding quarterbacks are, is Kyler Murray legit? Is Jalen Hurts legit? Mm-hmm. And we're seeing what we saw from Kyler Murray last year, this year with Jalen Hurts. And yeah, I mean, you said the storylines. I mean, Zach Ertz and then Hassan Reddick coming back into town. Like, this is chock full of all the yummy NFL football goodness that you'd want. And yeah, like coming to Arizona is a weird game, mm-hmm. you know, for, for teams that come West and it's kind of clunky. They don't play a whole lot, even though you're right. They played a couple of years ago after the monumentous win over the saints. It was right. And Gino yes, and, and Jalen yep. uh, Jalen Hurts first game action. And he came in and I'll tell you what, we're going to get to so much in this podcast, by the way, we're going to, so we're going to get to key matchups. We're going to do our score positions and predictions in the final segment, but this could be a 12-minute segment of the storylines of how we got here in the mm-hmm. respective teams. Jalen Hurts, from my estimation, could not throw a football his rookie year at Alabama. Like, he just – he wasn't – they had two – I think it was both Scarborough back there with him. Like, mm-hmm. and then, you know, Tua comes in the national championship game and the rest is history. And then Jalen Hurts' reclamation project the next year where everybody's like, you know what, doesn't matter what happens, that's a good dude right there. That's a guy you want in your locker room who won games when Tua got hurt and then goes to Oklahoma, learns how to throw the ball in a a high-powered offense, and I could not be more happy for this kid, for this young man. I'm not calling him a kid. Like, I didn't see this coming, and give me a break. If you saw this 
when they drafted him a couple years ago, like you thought maybe there's there's a there's a ceiling. There's not a ceiling there potentially, but this composure, running an offense, a four and O team, like I did not see this coming. I don't think anybody really did it. And it's completely two different trajectories. If you look at quarterbacks, how they started out into the league, you have the number one guy. And when you pick the number one guy, he's your guy. I mean, the Josh Rosen experiment lasted all of a year. Right. But I have a thing that I say on my show time and time again, and you could go back to that draft clip of Lou and I being very disappointed when it happened. When you draft a quarterback in the second round, it's almost like buying insurance that let's say you total your car and you get more money for it. That's the best case scenario, but worst case scenario, you're paying for the insurance every month and you never get anything out of it, which was their plan with Jalen Hurts. But now I don't think anybody could have seen this rise coming. It's, I don't want to say a Josh Allen type of year two to three, Mm -hmm. three rise, but it's a very similar arc. He wasn't drafted to be the guy he gets the chance. And now this offense is built around who he is and his strengths. That's what they're doing with Kyler Murray. That's what they're doing with Jalen Hurts. If you're building an offense around a guy, you would have to believe that that is the player that they have belief in moving forward. And with the Saints being as bad as they are right now, the Eagles are currently sitting with a top five pick in the 2023 NFL draft, and they have the latest pick in the NFL draft at number 32. So even if Jalen Hurts, let's say the second half of the season, takes a swan dive, You have the insurance with that first round pick next year, or if he continues to play the way that he has, you do what other teams do with young quarterbacks. Kyler Murray, for example, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, you take those high picks and you say, this is for the offense. We're going all in on red. We are going in on red. We're making this thing go. We're going to have a fast, high power offense. And I look at the Cardinals and maybe not with the head coach, but with the offensive setup, how you want to throw the ball that much, that's the future of the NFL. You want to see them be in games with Kyler. You want to see him be in, even his rookie year, you you don't get the best game of Jalen, but it showed you some confidence. And now this is a game where it's horses against horses. It's Kyler against Jalen, Oklahoma against Oklahoma. Two guys that are trying to continue to present their presence as the guys and top 10 quarterbacks in the league. What more could you ask for storyline-wise, but the butterfly effect of how it ultimately got here to not look at that Arizona game a couple of years ago and say that wasn't instrumental would just be an asinine statement. And that really was the first time Lou and I looked at each other and said, you know what, I kind of do see what everybody else is seeing. For sure. Gino Camilleri locked on Eagles at GC24 underscore football on Twitter. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals at Clancy's Corner doing crossover Thursday here. This very well for you could have been a Jordan Love situation. You yeah, know? Like, absolutely. And, and and to think of the two, which one ended up a Jordan Love situation, you'd think it wouldn't have been the one that ended up the Jordan Love situation. Carson mm. Wentz was still – they chose Carson Wentz over Doug Peterson. Dougie Boy took a year off. Now he's got his reclamation project down in Jacksonville. Check out Tony Wiggins, the, one of the best that we've got here for Locked on Jaguars. Um, with the Cardinals, though, it's been a little clunkier. Like, it's been – let me put it this way. Over the years that Kyler Murray's been here, the smooth has been the smoothest Jif peanut butter you could see. And then the wor- the downside has been the chunkiest of the chunky that's like in the fridge. It's six months old and ain't no way you're spreading that on bread. It's just peanuts at that time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even giving this to my dog. But with the Eagles, like 
it took a while to get there and what they've done that I'm jealous of. And, the, and Steve Kime has tried to do this, and, and to his credit, trading for Hollywood Brown was, was a godsend at this point with how Hollywood Brown is meshed with Kyler Murray after playing in, in college together. He's had some misses, and so is, so is Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman should win executive of the year this year if this continues. What he did was he shore up the defense. So this offseason, what he did was sign James Bradbury. Ext- well, he sent it Darius Slay after – Last offseason, or was that this offseason? It was so he'll be an upcoming free agent, but he did extend him when they traded. Right. For so him. they traded for him, they extended him, and then you know they put pieces around, brought in the son Reddit, gave him a lot of cheese. Okay, they shore up that defense to go along with the front that they already had that was strong. The offensive line is status quo, which was still good from last year. And then if Miles Sanders continues, like if Miles Sanders is a fringe Pro Bowl running back, the Eagles are gonna win the Super Bowl. Like, like training for AJ Brown was because you couldn't run the ball, right? Like that was, you don't want Jalen Hurts running the ball. You want him behind the line of scrimmage. So you have Dallas Gardy, you have AJ Brown, you have Devontae Smith. And that's all she wrote with the Cardinals. The blueprint is there. The execution is still TBD. And I think those are the storylines going into the game that we just talked about, where it's like the Eagles looked more like a finished product in a shorter period of time, even though it took them a little while longer to get there than the Cardinals, who's kind of been construction on the side of the road in Denver, which has been going on for 30 <laughs> years, and we're just waiting to see the W get erected downtown. Like, we're waiting for that first real pillar of the Arizona Cardinals organization with Kyler Murray to be there. You know what? Set and forget. So they're kind of on the same journey, but even though the Cardinals got off to a hot start, the Eagles have caught up, and it's interesting to see where they're going to jockey for a position from now on. We're going to get to some key matchups because there is – a bountiful amount of them. And it's like, I'm telling you, this is this is sports porn, man. Like Eagles, Cardinals, for so many different nerd reasons. We're going to talk about all of it. Gino Camilleri locked on Eagles. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals as we roll on uh, crossover Thursday here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Do you ever wish that before every NFL game you get up-to-date and accurate information before placing bets or looking in your fantasy lineup? Well, you guessed it. Now you can. Elias Game Plan app. You know the name Elias. Okay. Elias Sports Bureau. Elias is the official statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports Leagues since 1913. And now, whether you're part of a fantasy tournament, placing bets, or just a huge sports fan and stats nerd, Elias Game Plan has everything you need. Okay. I love the league-validated team and player news and stats. It's like, if you ever want to win a bet with your buddy, and like you're at a bar, you're having a beer, you're like, okay, there is no doubt about it that Elias will give you your answer, whether you're right or wrong. And if you're wrong, I guess just don't tell your buddy. You can see key injuries that have the biggest impact on the outcome of the game. I never thought I'd be able to talk to the renowned researchers of Elias until I got this app. Like it's it's right at your fingertips. Take the NFL action to the next level and download the Elias game plan app today. Choose from three game plans when you subscribe weekly, month, monthly, or annual. Um, I can get you 25% off your first month when you choose the monthly subscription. That's true. Just use my promo code locked on NFL 25. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code locked on NFL 25. I am Alex Clancy, locked on Cardinals. He is Gino Camilleri, locked on Eagles, part of the dynamic duo with Louis DiBiase over there. They do great work. Um, if you ever want, I don't know where it is, just like, is it searchable? So they were doing a live stream of during the draft. And I did varying degrees of they went like, they're like, listen, we're gonna turn the microphones on, we're gonna try four not to in our teeth and just yap for four hours, which sounds like you know, American American dream. 
And I think Louie was mid-sentence when Gino saw that the Eagles traded, what was it, the 16th pick? I can't even remember what it was. The, so the, I'll break it down. I yeah. was I was in the midst of talking. And Lou, oh, you were, okay. Yes, Lou, who is great, he sets me up. He, he's like the guy in volleyball that just puts it up there for me to spike it. All of a sudden I hear, the Eagles have traded for A.J. Brown. The Eagles have traded for A.J. Brown. And to Alex's point, my mouth dropped, and it looked similar to this. <laughs> and there's a great clip. I, I'll, I'll have to get it out. It's on YouTube as well, our whole our draft stream. But, man, this was only a couple minutes after or before. I'm not sure. I was so hectic that Hollywood Bar- Brown is traded. I mean, the yeah. Eagles and Cardinals, like you said in the, in the prior segment, there's so many guys and there's so many just like – horses that are in the Kentucky Derby right now because of what happened in the offseason. And you can't look at these two general managers and say, these guys haven't taken risks to help better their team. And that's ultimately what you want in a general manager. Is the success always going to be there? Man, I've, I've been dealing with Howie Roseman longer than I've been with my fiance. We've been together 10 years. I've been with Howie for 12. I've figured out this guy up and down. And still, when you're trying to figure him out, you don't have him figure him out. And he trades for AJ Brown. Steve Kime trades for Hollywood Brown. And all of a sudden you're saying, we're going into this Sunday, and now you have to deal with the speed of Hollywood. Now the Arizona corners have to deal with the toughness of A.J. Brown while Devontae Smith is there. And then, oh, that that guy that's in the Hall of Fame, A.J. Green, like, yeah, we have to worry about that guy too. This is going to be incredible for offenses and how defenses can battle them going back. Yeah, for sure. And and the crazy part, and I continue to remind Cardinals fans on on my daily podcast that Hollywood Brown was traded for a first-round pick. Well, Okay, but you get him for two years, two years of control with the fifth-year mm-hmm. option that Steve Kime picked up. In a fairy tale land, absolutely. And he also shares an agent with A.J. Brown, D.K. Matt, Kevin Debo, Samuel, none of whom lived out the extent of their rookie-scale contract before getting massive extensions. So that's what we're going to be looking at. And it seems like through four weeks that Hollywood Brown is going to be worth every cent of what they pay him. The question is, is DeAndre Hopkins at $25 million going to still be on the roster at the same time? A.J. Brown has 50 less receiving yards than the entire team of the Tennessee Titans. I did my Locked On NFL Thursday with Tyler Rowland from Locked On Titans, the other side of this trade that ended up being Traylon Burks. Um, he's not as happy about the outcome. But let's look at this. And, and I'm going to go first with, with the key matchups here. And there's two. There's one that you're going to mirror, I know. The other is the offensive line versus the front of the Eagles. The offensive line for the Arizona Cardinals has been very Jekyll and Hyde. Rodney Hudson is one of the best centers in the NFL. He's going up against a contemporary counterpart in Jason Kelsey, even though they're not going to be on the field at the same time. The Cardinals offensive line last week against Carolina looked like they were a practice squad offensive line. And then the second half, something happened and everything, the Red, the Red Sea parted and Kyler Murray was able to stand in the pocket and, as I say, have tea parties back there. So that's the big one. It's like if the Eagles can eat in the backfield, the Cardinals don't have a chance. But the one that I'm really focusing on is the, the wide receivers versus the corners, namely the Cardinals wide receivers versus Darius Slade, James Bradbury, CJ Gardner-Johnson. Like that, That's what I'm really curious to see. If the Cardinals offense and, you know, Mr. Zach Hurts, number 86 in your hearts, like I'm curious to see what the offense will look like with the best defense they've faced so far. I would have to say that with Avante Maddox being out last week was more of a concern how they were going to deal with Christian Kirk. I, I look at Arizona and I'm saying Zach Ertz really is probably that third receiving threat that you have to worry about, if not number two. Well, what does CGJ, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, do very well? 
He was brought to Philadelphia to be able to cover these tight ends, to be able to man up against bigger guys. Avante Maddox, who is the slot quarter, who potentially won't play again with a rib injury. He was listed as did not practice today. If Darius Slay and James Bradbury are a go, you can't even throw at these guys. It's no hyperbole. If you look up any metric of their defensive efforts, they're top five in everything. Passes defended, interceptions, uh, just completion percentage by the receivers. And now you have this big hole without Avante. Can they expose the middle of the field against the Philadelphia Eagles? Because then where that comes into play is the Eagles have some tackling woes. When they get in the open field, it always isn't the smoothest thing. Sometimes CGJ last week had a horrific performance tackling the ball, which allows three, four, five more yards. And when you're playing an explosive offense where all of a sudden you allowed those three more yards, they pick up another first down, well, then Kyler can go and scramble for one. You have to be sure that your defensive front, as you said, can hit home. And the thing is, looking at what the Carolina Panthers are able to do with a guy like Brian Burns, well, you have that in Hassan Riddick. I I think they're nearly identical in the position that they are going to play. But unlike Carolina, the Eagles are nine deep on the defensive line. No exaggeration. You can rush five starters. You got Jordan Davis in the middle, who's really only been in on rundowns out of just pure necessity because Fletcher Cox has been as good as ever in the interior. Javon Hargrave is fighting for a third contract in the National Football League. Josh Sweat is one of the most underrated edge rushers in the sport. Then you go to their second unit. Marlon Tuli Pelotu on the interior is the guy behind Jordan Davis. He's been explosive on the interior. You have Milton Williams, who is a third-round pick last year. Patrick Johnson, who's another edge player. And this probably means nothing to Arizona Cardinals fans, but when you see how the Eagles rotate, these guys will be in there on the first drive. They'll be in there on the second drive. And they trust their second unit on the defensive front as much as they trust that first unit. So if you might think that you have that favorable matchup, I would say, okay, let's make sure we have our ducks in a row on the offensive line and then worry about who we are going to play because that's when the Eagles sneak up on you. They've had great depth for many years. They go against the best offensive line in football day in and day out in practice. So now it really comes down to can Arizona hold up against this team? And like you said, if it's a second half performance like they did last week, it should be a good battle. But we've seen what the Eagles can do against offensive lines that don't have all their ducks in a row. And even against a good one, if you look up the reps that Hassan Reddick had last week against Juwan Taylor, who's been solid at right tackle, he was even able to expose him. But with all that said, there is some pessimism. If Jonathan Gannon, the defensive coordinator, reverts back to what they did week one against Detroit, mm-hmm. where they're more focused on stopping the pass and they allow the run to happen, I fear that James Conner could have a big game. I fear that Kyler Murray could really make you pay getting outside the tackles. The one thing that they really have not faced in these first four matchups is somebody as mobile as a guy in Kyler Murray. And we have to get ready for that being in the NFC East. We played Dak Prescott twice. We have to be able to stop somebody like that. We have to play Daniel Jones to that same capacity. Kyler Murray's the test, man. Like, we're not getting a pop quiz. This is you walk in, whether you studied or not, you now have to defend one of the best athletes in football. And the Cardinals offense is still kind of a work in progress, still trying to find, you know, aside from Hollywood Brown, what does the rest mean? And you're going to miss DeAndre Hopkins, which, you know, lucky for you by a couple weeks. And, um, it's going to be a very, very important litmus test for both teams for very different Definitely. reasons. 
you know, the Eagles are like, can we go across the country in an afternoon time slot and get a W against a team that we're playing better than right now? And then the Cardinals are coming off a team they should have beat. They're two and two. They're atop and at the bottom of the NFC West. And you gotta you gotta feel very lucky if you're the Cardinals going from Kansas City at home to the Raiders on the road to the Rams at home that you're two and two through four weeks having the biggest test of your year so far with the Eagles coming into town and, and, and riding high and mighty through three wins. It looked very different or four wins look very different. Every single win for the Eagles look very different. Uh, it's going to be a huge gut punch right in the, in the baby maker of the male part, the male baby maker. Um, if a Reddick just runs rough shot, because that is a cautionary tale here in Phoenix that we're unfortunately witnessing again with Isaiah Simmons. And I fear that Isaiah Simmons is going to have the same journey that Hassan Reddick did if things don't change. Hassan Reddick could fit in Isaiah Simmons' pocket, though, with how compact compared to normal edge rushers or, you know, hand-in-the-dirt rushers. If, you know, Matt Rule, I knew, put him in DN, but I am so happy that Hassan Reddick got all, the, all of Scrooge McDuck's money because he deserved it when they finally figured out where to play him. It was just too late. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Gino Camilleri locked on Eagles, one of the two dynamic duos there at GC24 underscore football. We're going to give our, I don't know, like players of the game, you know, we're going to do a score prediction, even though it's kind of a, a fallacy in and of itself, but it's going to be fun as we roll on here on the on uh, crossover Thursday locked on NFL. Um, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have success and access when finding the most qualified candidates available. I used to be on LinkedIn all the time, and I'm going to tell you that these screening questions I'm going to talk about here in a second, they're the real deal if you want to filter out some people that wouldn't be a good fit for your business. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps uh, find the right people for your team faster and for free. So you make your post, then you add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools. Remember I told you I Tarantino did for you. The screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This is a first for both Gino and myself talking in front of camera with microphone, with words and human language to each other. Um, this has been really good so far. Locked on Eagles, Locked on Cardinals crossover Thursday here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals and Locked on Eagles. You respect the first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. The, the spread, I believe, on Bet Online is five and a half. The Eagles are getting five mm -hmm. and a half or giving five and a half. Up yes, from five, which was the opening line. Um, I've listened to some people talk about this game, and this is a fade game for people. It's like, well, you know, the Eagles coming across country, riding high and mighty. There's a, there's a correction somewhere coming is what people have said. And I don't know one way or the other. I'm not huge into that kind of stuff. But the lines itself with the theory behind taking five and a half points if you're the Cardinals sounds insane. The Eagles giving five and a half points, if you're going to take that, sounds insane. And that's kind of why the fate happens. And that just adds to the intrigue of we have no idea what the hell is going to happen on Sunday. The I'm Eagles could win you. by three touchdowns. The Cardinals could win by a field goal or anything in between. So when you're looking at players of the game, things like that, game predictions, 
who are you looking at to have a big game in, in, in this matchup on Sunday? I, I think you have to start first with, I mean, the Cardinals offense. That That's going to be the big test. Can the Eagles adapt to a different style of offense? Something that they haven't seen. You face Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz, Trevor Lawrence. These guys are statues. They're not running all over the place. How do you defend? Do you keep gap integrity? Do you keep contain? Because if you don't, now you're leaving the Eagles open one-on-one in the open field where tackling has been an issue. And the thing that it comes down to for me, the Eagles have been lucky. We talk about this correction when it comes to gambling. I I, I bet all the time you look at the, the Cardinals game last week with the Panthers, that's a that's a look-ahead spot day in, day out. You're going to play undefeated Eagles team, playing a car, uh, Panthers team that's up and down. Don't get too beat up on it. This game is the correction if you're looking at revenge games for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Week one, they beat Deuce Staley. Week two, they beat Justin Jefferson and Jalen Rager. Week three, they beat Carson Wentz. Week four, they beat Doug Peterson. Could Zach Ertz be that guy? <laughs> Could he be the guy to break the streak? I Like you love Hassan Riddick, I love Zach Ertz. I have nothing but good things to say about him. But they haven't had that type of tight end to defend against. Somebody that just can eat you alive. Death by a thousand cuts. And then that opens up the pass game to open up things vertical. That opens up the game for James Conner to take things and stretch it outside with Kyler Murray as well. Can the Eagles defense, without Avante Maddox, respond in a way yet again that we haven't seen where they are down another top five player at his position at the slot? Can everybody else fill in? If I'm looking at the Cardinals defense, I I think you really have to try and take advantage of those corners. I think A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith have to make their presence known. And if not, the Cardinals win that game. If you see Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown collectively under 100 yards after a game where the Eagles couldn't pass due to conditions where it's 19-mile-an-hour winds, downpouring, now you're going into a fast track. You're going inside in Arizona. The ball is going to move quick. Guys are going to be moving quick. Can that offense keep up the fast pace that I don't know like you said what happens on Sunday is it a correction do the Eagles go out there and continue to dominate I I truly don't know and Arizona is always one where, where I have to think back and say if you look at the Eagles history it really does play out time and time again going to the desert hasn't been the most fun place for the Eagles to go one thing I will say I think there's going to be a whole bunch of points scored I don't think this is going to be a low-scoring contest. The Cardinals coming off of that up-and-down game last week, you have to imagine they're a dog waiting to go get its food. They want to score points. You want to get out to, a, would say, 3-2 and two in, the, in the West is looking pretty good right now. That's a good for, position for them to be in. The Eagles, they have to handle their business, play Philadelphia Eagles football. Don't get outside of what you have done that has worked because when you try to outsmart yourself, that's when things go wrong. Stick to the formula, run through your offensive line, hope that your defensive line hits home. And let's say, man, I just want to see some damn good football. I really think that's at the end of the day, I said this to Wig last week. I don't think either of or two weeks ago that you couldn't complain about the Jaguars game after on Monday. And I really didn't think that the Jaguars played bad. The Eagles just played better. I think that's going to be the result here. If the Eagles lose, I think Arizona rightfully outplayed them. I don't think they shot themselves in the foot. And the other way around, I think the same exact thing. I, this is in the landscape and the whole outlook of the NFC. This is a game that Lou and I circled 
all those many months ago to say this is one where you, you can beat those bad teams in, in the first four weeks, the teams that might not be up to that caliber, but this is the first true test. This game, going to play Dallas and Green Bay later in the season, this is one of the three pillars for me. So I really want to speak it into existence, but I don't know. I don't really know anything. I just come on here and, and say what I believe should happen, but I, I think we're both going to be happy on Sunday, Clancy. Yeah, and, I mean, I I black out for 30 minutes a day. I mean, I don't even know. I, I, I like I'm, I'm responsible for what I say, but I mean, I just I'm Will Ferrell in old school. Like I don't even remember. I blacked out. Nine hundred seventy of these episodes. I can't remember what I say. Yeah, same. I'm in about a thousand two. Yeah, man, it's been a while. Yeah, no. So I agree. I mean, it's you know, I think Devon Devonte Smith terrifies me, um, just because we've seen it this year. Like we saw flashes last year. Jalen hurts. Like when they drafted Devonte Smith, I'm like, what the hell are they doing? Jalen hurts can't throw the ball with regularity. And that's why, you know, and but this is what happens when a young quarterback evolves and grows and matures and works hard at his craft. And, you know, Nick Sirianni's done a fantastic job over there, even though it was, the jury was still kind of out with him initially. It's like, who is Nick Sirianni again? What did he say in the press conference? And then it's like, well, now, now look at where they are. They're a big boy football team. Um, I just, I, I, I mean, to mirror your sentiment, I have no idea what the hell is going to happen. It could go so many different ways. Um, I think for the Cardinals, what we saw with the NFC so far, like the AFC is they're going to be like, it's going to be deep, like a sexy, deep 12 teams. It's going to be yucky in the NFC for lack of a better phrase. There's going to be so many teams vying for playoffs for the playoff for playoff contention, but it's going to be a lot of like seven and eight teams through 16 weeks mm-hmm. where it's like, Oh, is nine and eight going to get there. Is nine and eight going to win a division? Like things like that. It's not going to be, you know, like the the Vegas glitz and glamour that the AFC is going to be with the way that offenses are played there. But that makes it almost more fun. Like the 49ers scare me more than pretty much any team in the NFC right now because of the defense, you know, because that's proven to work. Going into Sunday, the defense scares me the most, and it's Devontae Smith. I don't know what's going to happen. I I wouldn't – I'd be hard-pressed to think that that the Cardinals will win this game. I want to see 60 minutes of football first. The Cardinals have – they fronted Vegas 20 points. They fronted the Rams 14 when it could have been 28. And they fronted uh, the Carolina pick six in the first half. And it's like, let's see it for 60 minutes. And then we can have a conversation. Maybe we'll be having this crossover during the divisional round in the playoffs. Like, we have no idea how the NFC is going to stack up. But you're right. Starting week five, this is going to be a huge determining factor for the future for both of these teams in the season. 5-0 and is a lot different than 4-1, and especially with a couple teams in the NFC East nipping at your heels. 2-3 and and 3-2 and in, in the logjammed NFC West, same thing. Gino Camilleri, Monday through Friday, locked on Eagles. You say locked on birds. What do you guys do? Locked on birds? There's so many uh, birds. Our, our Twitter account is at locked on birds. Our prior hosts, Ben Solak and Michael Kist, who are great. They're well beyond what they have done at lockdown now. And Solak is a one percenter now. Yeah, Solak is the ringer. He's made it. To say that I walked in the shoes of some greats here at Lockdown Eagles is great. But yeah, you guys can check us out wherever you get Lockdown Cardinals, of course. We are two kids from Western New York, right where Nick Sariani's from. We just voice our opinions and we like to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. We love the team. We try to do it with a, a scout background for what I come from, and Lou is a very good radio personality. I think we do a good job being unbiased in, in our uh, veteran years here at Lockdown Eagles. But check us out, Lockdown Birds on Twitter, myself at GC24 underscore football. 
find Lou at DiBiase LOE. We're always writing stuff, or Lou is writing stuff up as well for our local Fox channel, and you can really catch us basically anywhere. We talk about the sport all the time. I feel like I'm glued to Twitter, always on there talking birds, and I'm the same with Clancy, man. We're always talking about a football team with a a mascot that has wings, so it's great to be doing this every day. Dude, it's been so much fun. Gino Camilleri, Locked on Eagles. Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. Thanks for making Locked on NFL Crossover Thursday. Locked on Eagles, Locked on Cardinals. Your respective first listen each and every day. Be sure to check out Peacock and Williamson. Brian Peacock, Locked on 49ers. That lucky. Um, and Matt Williamson, uh, he's a former scout, 10 years in the NFL. He's been around the game for 30 years. They do a daily show, National Stories. One of the best that we have here on the Locked on Podcast Network. Make sure to make them your second listen. Alex Clancy, Gino Camilleri. We will talk to you both on our respective podcasts.